0: I forget
1: you had that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just tiny.
2: Okay, Okay, that's certainly a thing.
1: Of the uh the fucking ba-da ba-da Oh, yeah, 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 I've got that. Perfect. Anyway. I am the very model of a modern nature general. I have information, vegetable, animal and mineral. I know the kings of England and I quote the Fight's historical from Marathon to Waterloo in order categorical. I am very well acquainted to with matters mathematical. I understand equations both for simple and quadratical. About binomial fear, am I am teeming with a lot of news. A lot of news. Ooh. Got it. With the many cheerful facts about the square of the hypotenuse. You
2: <laughs> just have the whole song?
1: Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all I got. Okay, I was about to say. I love I love <sighs> Pirates of Penzance, but like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Double kill. Triple kill. Killing spree. Kiltacular. Running riot.
0: Okay. Okay, I'm good. Sorry. Uh... Picking up a toy I haven't played with in years. Uh, mm-hmm. literally. Literally. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off.
1: All right.
0: What does this button do? Uh, uh... Hey there everybody. Uh, that's how we're starting this week. Uh <laughs> 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 Uh yeah. Uh Acme Podcast, Inc., I'm Laser J. I'm joined as always by my
1: good buddy and co-host. Hey, it's Kai, everybody. And we're joined once again by my lovely boyfriend Adrian.
2: Hi, I am here today. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking, you fuck! <laughs> you fucking cloud! <laughs> You shit lips.
1: <laughs> I almost did a spit take of Gatorade on my laptop. Oh, that would have been Sorry. bad. That would have been bad. It would have been s- fucking. <laughs> would have been sticky. And would have. Uh, I would have gotten ants
2: everywhere. You want ants? This is how we get ants. That's how you get ants. Whoa.
1: So anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh <laughs> Lisa's having v- way, 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 way too much fun relearning his fun tool.
0: Yeah. Uh I need to use this more often. You God do.
2: Damn. It's very good.
1: Uh, <laughs> but Uh Yeah, no. Uh, Adrian's here, so you know what that means. It's Jojo
2: time.
1: It's Jojo time. <laughs> it's Jojo yep.
2: fucking time.
1: Talking about part five.
2: <gasps> Stupid sexy dude
1: that's for Except, later
2: that is
0: for later but also now <laughs> i mean that that that's the perfect place to put
2: that
1: sound clip uh stupid sexy diablo diablo is uh,
2: stupid and very sexy i'm so
1: i'm so mad that the anime made him sexy anyway
2: he was sexy even in the manga no, what are you talking about
1: no we, we'll get to that we'll get to it
2: oh <sighs>
1: Anyway, it's,
2: I I understand it's the voice that makes him sexy, but also he was also just sexy. And
1: it's the manga. voice. It's like the way that they color his eyes and how intense they are in the anime. But anyway, they were
2: more so in the manga. I
1: don't know. Take your word for it. Um, what the fuck is this
2: button? Hercules, Hercules. Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't remember why I had that. I don't know why you had that either. I don't know why you have half of these buttons. Okay, that was for when we did Hercules, right? When we (laughs) talked about Hercules, the you know, the movie and the show.
0: Yeah, I think I can remove that. No, I'm going to leave that there. No,
2: leave that there.
0: Yeah, she's Uh, perfect. Yeah. So yeah, um,
2: Jojo,
0: it's going to be a chaotic episode, I reckon. Uh, Because I, I, I don't have really anything to say about jojo but i have a soundboard
2: you have a soundboard <laughs> you have a soundboard
0: uh but before we get to any of that uh two news items uh new trigun happening that's yes. exciting for people who like trigun yeah uh, and uh new panty and stocking with garter belt which right i I liked that when I was 18,
1: Season 19. Season 2 of yeah. Stocking announced.
2: Trigger finally giving us more of what people wanted, which is more horny angels. 20. I more was horny. 20.
1: I just want more horny demons.
2: I was more of a fan of Scanty and... Garter Belt also no, not garter belt, but uh knee socks. that was her that was her name. I'm not not the biggest Panty and stocking fan, I'm gonna be completely honest. I, I kinda didn't it, vibe with it when it dropped.
1: It was like the most puerile fucking shit. It, it, was, it is so like when we was talking about lowest common denominator humor. You know, it's pretty close. <laughs> just rude, when I was twenty, s- sex jokes. When
0: I was twenty, when it came out, I was hanging out with my buddies. Uh, every Sunday we'd get together for D and D, and when a new episode came
1: out, we'd watch it together. Like literally the first episode of Panty and Stocking, the first evil spirit they exercise is a plumber yep. who controls all of the poop in the city.
2: I had oh, completely forgotten about that. Jesus Makes a giant poop Christ. demon,
1: and how and 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 when they explode the poop demon, it smash cuts to like a, uh, a scale model of the poop demon with a scale model of the city, and they blow it up with like a miniature, and then smash cut back to the animation. <laughs> Why? <laughs>
2: Do you have that?
0: Cause it's one of the best sound clips ever. Is it? (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: It's a good fucking song, too. Uh, I don't think that was an appropriate use of that sound effect.
2: (laughs) No, it was perfect.
1: It's
0: always appropriate.
2: Yeah.
1: You just have the entire Hanna-Barbera fucking... No, I've only got
2: three. Damn. Need more.
1: I think you used those for bumpers back in the day.
0: Uh, I I would use them in the show, not in bumpers.
1: Mm. It was something like you think you used them for like, but we're going to a different segment, and then you do or for something. Yeah, remember.
0: and then I'd have the actual bumpers. But yeah,
1: right. I remember. Uh,
0: I don't know either. Uh, anyway, uh, th- those are the two news items. Uh, yes. So, Adrian, you're our guest. Uh, What's been going on with you?
2: Uh, It has been a while since we last recorded, but I am actually in a new space. Um, I moved down uh, to Florida uh, very rapidly. Kind of needed to, or else uh, I would have probably killed my father, not going to (laughs) lie. Just shit went south so severely, and so I just saved up as much money I was making at Walmart as I could. And uh, our good friends, uh, Maddie and Bash, uh, were like, hey, we have a spare room, and you ha- you like cats, so we have cats also. Do, do you want to stay here? And I was like, please, God. <laughs> get so me out of here. I, get me out of this fucking hellhole that is the Cincinnati." So yeah, I, I'm, I'm down in Florida now. Um, it's really hot. I don't appreciate it. We had a fucking AC go out last week, and I thought I was dying. <laughs> I was like 90% sure, no, this is what hell feels like. This is exactly what hell feels like. I am like skating through the fucking taint on Satan's crack. It is god-awful. Do not appreciate Florida without AC in the summer. No, thank you. Uh, next, please. Uh, can I get none of that ever again? Yeah, it fucking sucks. This shit blows. Blows goat chunks. Hard goats.
1: Uh, like I, I also, I would have been dying. Even though I'm a person who is used to the hot, fucking dealing with the the South. The butt crack of the South in the summer without AC hell
2: truly really actual hell but I'm uh, I'm out of uh, Cincinnati now I am actually in a much much better place uh, I'm no longer consistently misgendered nor uh, dead named so huzzah I am still working on finding work again but it is hopefully a a process that is going to be amended here soon because I did just have an interview today and I think it went really well and I'm greatly hoping that they give me a call back because boy howdy I really actually do working in a butcher shop. Butcher shops are cool.
0: Yeah. Mm hmm.
2: So that's w- that's pretty much my, my time.
0: Okay. I will just add that like better what's the word like metaphorical place is that like what you meant like like be
2: mental mental mentally. that's a be- mental, better mental me- place yeah be- better mental place i am certainly in a better place mentally yeah, absolutely yeah I, have, I even joey can like attest to this i'm a lot happier now than i was when i was in cincy
1: yeah you're oh, yeah. so much happier You get to eat real food?
2: Yeah, yeah, the last ass, like, the ass end of, like, between October and, uh, December, I was cloistered away in my room because I refused to see my father, and I had been subsisting off of, uh, shit I could scrounge from the second floor after my parents went to bed, and, Mm. uh, rice, because I could cook rice in my room because I have a rice cooker. And that was it. Yeah, I, I lost a lot of weight. I was very unhealthy.
1: Yeah, and also you're in a space with people who aren't pieces of shit to you.
2: Absolutely, I, I adore these two with all my heart. They have been so kind and generous to me. I cannot truly imagine having done this without them. They are fucking phenomenal.
1: T for T solidarity. T for T's. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was
0: just also going to add, Melbourne's actually nice. I've been there. It's, it's a nice little here. city.
2: Yeah, it's very pretty here. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Whenever, just I get the money, whenever I get the money together to come down to Florida, we should all hang out.
0: Yeah. Well, Melbourne's like three hours away. Yeah, I mean, Orlando is like an so. hour
2: and a half. Hour, um, uh, Orlando's like an hour and a half between the both of us, so it's like...
0: Orlando is like the midpoint, yeah.
1: <laughs> Meet up in Orlando to hang out for a day.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to Disney World. Absolutely oh fuck not. no, that's too fucking expensive. That's so it expensive, is. baby. It is.
2: That's so expensive, huh?
1: Go 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 to like the Orlando Zoo or some shit.
2: I like zoos. It's no, it's no sensey zoo, but I do like zoos.
1: I've heard the Orlando Zoo is a pretty good zoo. The,
2: the Orlando Zoo doesn't have Fiona.
1: Not every zoo is gonna have Fiona.
2: I love my girl.
1: Well, anyway, is that it? I mean, huh? y'all
0: could come to Tampa, and we could go to the Larry Park Zoo. They got a, a baby pygmy hippo, or hippo. hippo, or whatever it's called.
2: Maybe.
1: Maybe. Is that it, hon? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, what's going on with you, Joey? Uh, okay, well, let's see. Still reading Berserk. Uh, got to, still obvious in the Golden Age arc, because the Golden Age arc is long as fuck. I finished up the, uh, fight where they first met, uh, Nosferatu Zod. So, motherfucking Zod is here. Zod the immortal. The man himself. Uh, it is really weird knowing who Zod is, but like not having read or seen his, like, introduction. Yeah. Then again, I guess I could say a about most of the stuff in Berserk, where it's like, I'm aware of it, but I don't have context. So it is... interesting. It's like hearing about a movie that uh, keeps getting referenced and finally seeing it and going, oh, so that's what that was from.
2: That's what that's about.
1: Like... Uh, when I finally watched The Matrix for the first time. <laughs> like, oh, I see. That's what everybody's referencing. Or Akira. Or Terminator 2. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, and... The uh, other thing that is... worth mentioning that is very funny is at some point randomly I can't remember what brought it on but we were like let's watch a movie when we are hanging out in the Rad Zone discord server and we are trying to pick a movie we're like do you and we eventually do we want to watch a Disney Channel original movie it's like maybe I'm like okay well hold on it's not a Disney Channel original movie but The Princess Diaries
2: that movie actually do stuff like just fucks in general though
0: yeah it's a good fucking
2: movie it's a rad fucking it's
1: movie. It's, it's the epitome of two thousand like early two thousands, late nineties hashtag, girl power movie. Love yeah, that. it's it's, it's I mean, right throughout there with like Legally Blonde.
0: Yeah, it could do without the whole like makeover scene. I'd say. Yeah, it
1: could, it's it's like oh wow, she you took off her glasses and and straightened her hair, and straightened her hair, and plucked her eyebrows. Which, her eyebrows
2: were fine, I'm going to say. I
1: like thick eyebrows.
2: Yeah, but, like, if we were going for, like, what is good now, like, thicker brows are a lot more widely accepted in today's age. So, like, now we are all like, yeah, no, her eyebrows are fine originally. Maybe she should have, like, probably shaped them up, but, like, her eyebrows were nice and thick and, like, healthy looking. And back then it was just, like, not the thing. My mother has... Uh, fucking razor thin eyebrows, because yeah. that was just the fucking style when she was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in the mid seventies and eighties.
1: Yeah. yeah. Also in the movies, like she has a, quite a large nose. I'm like, her nose really isn't that big. It's not that big. Perfectly normal sized nose. Also, big noses are pretty. Big yeah. noses are cute. Like I don't, I don't get it. Now what I know, I mean, you know what. I know why, but, you know, <laughs> I know why people don't like big noses. Yeah. Let's not get into it. Let's not get that's, into that. Uh, yeah. Beyond that, that's a fucking good movie. It yeah. is a fucking good movie. It's like not, it has problems. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. But it is a fun movie. Yeah. It, it's, I, I think it is like, of all the quote unquote girl power movies that came out during that time frame it's like the quintessential one along with like I said Legally Blonde
2: which we still also need to see wait we watched it I well you did I didn't oh well I mean
1: you've seen it before I've
2: seen seen it before but like are you really going to deny me the the fucking prospect of seeing it again that movie fucks well when Maddie watches it you can watch it with us thank god it makes me want a hot dog Real bad. God, I love you, Jennifer.
1: <laughs> and then um the other one is like Mean Girls. Yeah,
2: yeah. When my films get sent down because we were not able to get all of my all, all of my shit in the car to yeah. come down here, which in and of itself is a whole fucking. Whew. I'm not gonna go into it. It was a nightmare, but. Uh, the car that we were given at first was not big enough for all of my stuff. To s- and we were promised a larger car, and they just was like, "No, here's a smaller car for you. We go fuck yourself." Actually, dicks. Mm. And like, gee, thanks. Like, like totally. Like, like I'm fucking moving at- across the country. Shithead. So yeah, uh, that was one of the boxes I had. Uh, Dane like deemed. Uh, worthy to be leaving it behind was my films and my DVDs, and which is heartbreaking, truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when when my DVDs come down here, I will be having my 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 beautiful beautiful Mean Girls set, and I will, will watch it with you fuckheads.
1: And then, like I the Mean Girls, which is like infinitely quotable. It's like I have ESPN or something. My breast can always tell when it's gonna rain.
2: (laughs) God, that film is so fucking
1: good. Mean Girls is so fucking funny. It is. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get in, losers, we're going shopping. Etc. You can't just ask someone why they're white. Is butter a carb? Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, God. No, it's not. It's a fat.
0: I'm fucking
1: with you. <laughs> That's the joke. Oh. Okay. That's the joke. Um. And let me see. Other than that, me and Adrian finally finished season two of Ducktales, and we're like halfway through season three of Ducktales.
2: Hell yeah. I, I was like, hardcore, like, I need to do six episodes in one night because I need to see Astro Boyd. You're telling yeah. me that I'm not going to be able to watch Astro Boyd? Like, immediately, fuck you, we're doing it now.
1: I, I want <laughs> the Astro Boy reference.
2: I want my son. Also, also, Boyd is just good.
1: I also love Boyd.
2: I, once again, am astonished that his new father is voiced by Yuri Lowenthal.
1: Yeah. Hate Do- that man. Doof- Love Doofus that man. Drake. I'm
2: sure, I'm sure, I'm positive. Doofus Drake's father, like the voice actor, I'm sure Lurie Lonefall, fantastic man. I'm positive he's a good guy. I hate his voice. I hate his voice so much. Mm hmm. I think we've, like, figured out where that hatred comes from. From Kyokaramao.
1: Very <laughs> I remember obscure. watching that
2: yeah it's not that obscure. was it that is that obscure
1: nobody's seen nobody had seen it huh oh
2: my god no yeah but like
1: you were the only one who had seen it in that entire group chat
2: it can't be that obscure
1: hon wh- okay let me ask uh let me ask you a question when I haven't heard of it, how obscure do you think it is I don't know do you-
0: Oh, I recognize this. Yeah, it's like I've never seen it, but I had friends who were into it.
2: It's not that obscure. It was like big when it happened, but like everyone
1: I knew who liked this was also into *Hetalia*, so like yeah. Also, also, Iro on High School Host Club, which yeah, I also wasn't uh, that whole Ron High yeah. School
2: Host Club. Excuse you. Hmm. I like Aron.
1: Hunt, yeah, again, nice if story. I haven't heard perfect. of it, or seen it, it's probably pretty fucking obscure. Yeah. Because, as you know, I'm the guy that's seen and heard of everything. Like, remember when KP came to me and was like, hey, do you remember this one, I think it was like a TV special or something... Uh, it was like they were superheroes, but also I think it was like in the same style as Sabrina, the animated series, or whatever. I'm like, oh, then it was probably by Deke, which means... And if it was a special, that means... And if it was during that time period, it was probably that. And I narrowed it down and just figured out what it was, just through those context clues. And I knew exactly what he was talking about.
2: <sighs> I, I am... I, I, um... I, I could be wrong. I don't know. It was well, like here, here's the one the thing. thing. Mm-hmm.
0: It's all. This is out of your demographic. You don't like rom com shit. Yeah, I this very is very clearly it's a rom
2: com. This is an Isekai rom com thing where it's like, Fair yeah. enough, oh, I don't like he oh, he fucking did a thing, and now he's engaged to the demon prince, and it also, like, hit on the yaoi target demographic, which I was also a part of because as, you know, a a young person growing up, I didn't realize that I was going to grow up to be a trans man who's also queer. So, (laughs) Mm. I thought I was just a fujoshi. Guess what, motherfucker? By the way... By but the don't... way, you're gay and also a man. Also, by the
1: way, for those who want to know what it was, it was Groove Squad. Anyway, nerd. Just because I know that there would be at least one person who is like, well, well then what? What? What was it called though? What was it what called was... then Shit Lips? What was the thing that ke- was that he couldn't remember? This looks fake. <laughs> it... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? This looks fake. Mhm. It happened, though. These are literally
0: character balls from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. This
2: does look super it's, fake. It's
1: almost like Deke was lazy or something.
2: Oh, yeah! Geez,
1: who'd have thunk? who that the animation studio, Deke, famous for doing Inspector Gadget was lazy.
0: Like, this is just Harvey and Brownface.
1: And your point?
0: I I I I I'm just belaboring the point. It's of like this it, looks fake.
1: Yeah, but it is. And it. I'm
0: <laughs> nailing in that this is. Oh my god! I actually recognize this now that I see them in the weird super suits.
1: It's all coming back now.
2: It's all coming up, Melhouse. Oh, f- Fuck oh, shit. It's all it all com-
1: <laughs> it all comes back once you see it again, just like super duper sumo's.
0: And now I have to Google that. Super duper Sumos. Sumo yeah. not sumo's. Sumo's.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. This okay. looks faker. <laughs> yeah. Does it And now? I don't recognize this at all. So, it's, so it was in the same animation block as Ashuri Ken School, Kappa Mikey, and Puka.
2: Why do they have a Shuriken? GBA
1: game? Which one? Cause
0: what didn't no. have a GBA game?
2: I, I don't know which one. I'm specifically looking at the one where all of their butts are hanging out together. Oh yeah, because like their super bump move bumping. was
1: to, because the super duper sumo's super move was to slam their butts together. It was part of the theme song and everything.
2: I I I am pretty sure uh that's also a lot of uh, T for T's people's su- uh secret move too.
1: I mean, yes.
0: I think surekin school actually looks kind of cute. It was
1: all right. Like it was it, one it of has the, you know
0: very much like webcomic feel. Yeah,
1: I think it was actually based on a webcomic. Okay, I can't believe this shit. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> all right. <laughs> anyway, now that I've fucking proven my point about you're a nerd that I know literally all.
2: Except for one thing, apparently shit lips.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's me.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: What about you uh,
0: Literally only one thing. Uh actually two. I'll do the smaller one. Uh Bird Girls back for season two. That's mm-hmm. that's fun. Mm. Uh There's really nothing to say about it though. It's bird Girl. It's fun. Yeah. Uh other than that, uh so since the last time we spoke, the last time we spoke I was on Drum Island in One Piece.
1: Right. Okay, so it's meeting Chopper, right?
0: Yeah, I am currently in the middle of Punk
1: Hazard. Wow. You got real fucking far. Yeah. Ooh. You got uh, you got post you got post time skip. Yeah. Uh I did all of Fishman Island in one day. Fishman Island uh, was like not long and like it was like But a... it was
0: also the thing that made me quit last time.
1: Mmm, what was it? I
0: just didn't like Fishman Island. Oh no, nobody likes Fishman Island. Yeah. It like back in twenty eleven when it was coming out, I got to a point. And I was just like, I don't feel
1: like reading this anymore. Like, Fishman stuff has some good stuff in it, but as a whole, it is one of the weakest arcs in all of One Piece.
0: Yeah.
1: And it kind of sucks because it's like the first proper arc after the time skip.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, And then Uh, we we get an actual... uh, Punk Hazard is, like, better, but, like, not by much. I mean, it's got law, and I like law. It has law, it has Caesar, who is a funny villain, uh, and... I've yet to see him be funny. He becomes funnier later, because he kind of gets, like, sidelined and becomes, like, a secondary comic relief character. Okay. For Joker, I'm guessing? Yeah. Okay. Kind of, kind of, sorry, I won't spoil it, but, um... So you finished Punk Hazard, or
0: I'm in the middle. I'm okay, in, the middle in the middle of Punk of Hazard. Of it, okay, got uh, it. I'm on chapter six sixty nine. So you're you're in there.
1: Yeah, you're fucking in there. You're like over halfway done. Yeah. Uh. It' good. One piece. Good. That, that's all I've got to say. What is what has been your favorite arc so far? Oh, um.
0: Hmm. And a Lobby,
1: yeah. People, most people will tell like, basically peak One Piece for a long time was Water Seven slash any Lobby. Yeah. Uh, like that whole saga is yeah. Mwah, chef's kiss. The,
0: the from, if not that, then like the little. Series of arcs that happened between
1: uh, hitting the Grand Line and getting to Alabasta. Oh, so Drum Island, Reverse Mountain, Little Garden. Yeah. Whiskey Peak, yeah. And then Alabasta. So so the Alabasta saga as a whole. Well,
0: up until Alabasta. Alabasta itself was okay, but...
1: Wow, hot take. Uh, I don't know. I just... Hmm.
0: There are a lot of characters in Alabasta that I liked. Mm. Uh, but the entire Okay, so this is the frame of me rereading and over ten years of arcs getting like mushed together in my head. Right. I kept sitting there wondering, when's he gonna do Gear Two? That's way later, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh I, I spent most of the time. Waiting for something that didn't happen. Uh, so that that's probably why I don't like Alabasta as much as mm-hmm. other people. I like
1: Alabasta. Uh, it's the first, like... I want to say most people agree that Alabasta is the first, like, villain who's actually a threat. Yeah, Crocodile, yeah. yeah crocodile is... All the other villains up to that point really weren't that much of a threat or were jokes. No. But Buggy. My boy Buggy. I love he's, he. Fucking impel down. I love seeing Buggy yep. back.
0: Oh, he's just getting more important. I love it. Bro, <laughs> you don't even know. Oh no, I've I've not I've not been bothering with trying to keep myself spoiler free. Okay. Because I've it. had so you, the last so you know the bu- so you ten know years the of seeing people talk about it as it comes out. So I'm like aware. Mhm.
1: But yeah, I love Buggy. Also that the, the impel down arc when fucking um it's like Oh, yeah, it's Buggy, but also Mr. 3, but also Jinbei, but also Crocodile. Yeah. It's, like, such a, like, cool concept. Yeah. Also, it's one of the very few... It's one of the... A thing I like about One Piece where, like, um... One of those times where, like, yeah, Luffy not only loses, but they never actually beat Magellan. (laughs) No. They just get away. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, like that's one of the things I like about One Piece is that Luffy loses, like, a lot.
0: I feel like, without learning hockey, he couldn't beat Magellan.
1: No, he probably couldn't. His his he, Magellan, like, hard counters him. Yeah. And that's sort of the thing with, like, One Piece is, like, sometimes you just run into a guy who just, he might not be necessarily stronger than you on paper, but he just hard counters you. Yeah, like N L and Luffy. <laughs> yeah, like on paper, N L is uh. super strong, but his powers <laughs> literally do not work on Luffy because yeah. Luffy's made of rubber. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've been seeing, but every time I see the face I post it and say <laughs> "eat shit" or "get fucked" or whatever, the face is good. He uh. Oda keeps making more faces that are even better than that one.
0: Yeah, but it's specifically this face. Because this face comes up again and again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, it happened with Perona and fucking bar. Jim Bay too. Yeah, yeah, Bay. yeah. By the way... Every
0: time I see one... Yeah. Yep. I <laughs> get
1: fucked. By the way... The best fucking fight in all... One of the best fights of all of One Piece. Fucking Usopp versus Perona... Yeah. Perfect example of, on paper, like, oh yeah, the three strongest fighters on the crew got absolutely shit on by this one character because of her ability, but it doesn't work on Usopp. So, so, Hun, just for context, Mm -hmm. Perona, she has this ability, she can make ghosts, and if these ghosts pass through you, they give you depression.
2: Too late, shitlifts, I already got depression! That is
1: literally what happens. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how Usopp beats her. It's like, already, it makes you... I already you, have it,
2: severe depression, motherfucker! Guess it, what? Get bent!
1: It, it's literally like, it passes through Zoro, <laughs> Usopp, and Sanji, and all of them, the three strongest fighters in the crew, just get immediately shit on, because they're like, I wanna die, I'm the worst, I'm lower than the lowest scum in there. Then they can't fight. And then it hits Usopp and it's like, you can't affect me. I'm already negative.
2: Already (laughs) depressed as shit.
1: I already have depression, idiot.
2: I already Mm. have anxiety.
1: And then it's just like a fucking amazing fight. So fucking good. One Piece is so good.
0: This is the exact page.
1: Yes. I'm already extremely negative. Ah, <laughs> yes. I really like
0: Perona. I want more Perona.
1: Oh, you? Oh, yeah. I love Perona too. I'm, I'm sad you don't get to see her as much after the time skip. Yeah. Uh.
0: Uh-huh. I also. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I love Bon Clay.
1: Yeah, Bon Clay. That Jim Carrey
0: looking motherfucker.
1: Bon Clay is very good. <laughs> One Piece has so many good characters. Yeah.
0: I can't see Bon Clay and not start tearing up. Yeah. That motherfucker sacrifices himself twice.
1: Twice. Although that runs into the problem of another thing with One Piece where it's like, feels like you've done this thing where so many characters have, like, feels like they've died. Where it's like, yeah. you can't, I don't believe a character's dead until I see a body. Yeah. Which Oda did. With Ace. Um, but he's gotten way more bloodthirsty as the series has gone on. Like, three or four characters straight up fucking die in Wano. Okay. It's, it's wild. Uh, I was
0: talking with my manager. mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the the guy who's the buggy
1: fucker. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I respect um, this
2: man implicitly.
0: Uh, they... I respect this person
2: uh, implicitly, I apologize. Yeah. Uh
0: they're uh they were telling me what they, they think the next arc's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Uh Because I was asking about like, you know, characters that I, I met the uh the, the worst generation, I started asking about like has he has Oda done anything with this character, that character, whatever. Yeah. Um I really like Capone. Capone's really good. I heard about his shtick. Yeah, he does. Fucking he male does a lot of
1: cool stuff in Whole Cake.
0: Yeah, um, but I was asking about Jewelry Bonnie because I was curious, uh, and they was telling me they think Jewelry Bonnie's going to be relevant in the next arc.
1: Yeah, they've been subtly uh, revealing some stuff about her.
0: Yeah, because. They also told me uh, they think the next arc is going to be dealing with the Revolutionary Army. Yeah. Uh, my prediction is Dragon's
1: going to die. It's, something's going to happen. He's going to... We don't know. There's a lot of shit that could happen.
0: It's just my predi- I, I just Either Garp's going to die or Dragon's going to die. And it's going to be either Luffy doesn't get to meet his father.
1: Mm-hmm. The first
0: time he sees his father is as a corpse.
1: Not like he would know or care.
0: No, but I still think it'd be interesting. I, I still think that's what Oda would do. And I think... I think Oda would make him care a little.
1: Mm. Now see, my big brain is that before Luffy can run into Shanks again, Blackbeard kills him.
0: Oh, I really... I... Oh.
1: That's the big brain play.
0: Yeah, that is. I don't like that. I really don't like that. But you could see it happening.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, got him. Anyway, One Piece, good. Maybe we could turn the, we I'll could turn this it. into the one we could turn this into the One Piece Power Hour.
2: But thank you, thank you, Laser. That wasn't for me. <laughs>
0: okay anyway uh there's no upkeep that that's it for my week really mm-hmm. uh i a little more Elden ring, but nothing really uh right I played the first level of uh shredder's revenge oh because uh, it's on game pass mm-hmm. but other than that eh. right uh so yeah we're we're gonna take a quick break and when we get back, we're gonna get into jojo part five. We'll see you then. time to get into JoJo.
1: <laughs> so those, for those who don't know, that clip was made how many years ago now? Like two? Two, three. We, like not long after we first met. Yeah. When part five was currently airing and I was like, man, I hate Diablo. He sucks. He's the, he's one of the least interesting JoJo villains. But And I hate that he's hot. I was so fucking mad. So mad about it. And then in the middle of a D and D session, Laser made that. Yep. Thank and you, just man. put it out to the world and now it's just become a thing.
2: God bless Laser.
1: But yes. Uh so JoJo, part five, also known as JoJo Goldenwind, also known as Jojo Vento Oreo. Is the anime done by David Pro based off of the original part 5 uh, manga which came out in which ran from 1995 uh, November 20th
0: 1995
1: to uh, 1999 Mm and the series like the anime itself was um, I believe this came out yes it debuted in 2018 and ended in July uh, of 2019 So, yeah, it was many years ago uh, when Jojo Part 5 ended. Mm -hmm. And then we had to wait three years for Part 6 to come out? Yep.
2: Yep. Ridiculous.
1: Look. Look.
2: Okay. No, look. It's
1: out. It's out now. It's
2: fine. It is out. It took a while for Part 3 to come out after Part 1 and 2 released. So, this is per the norm how mm-hmm. the fucking anime is being produced by David Pro. I personally do not find it fun that part 6 is so disjointed currently, but we will get into that when part 6 happens. Now is time for my golden boy. My my beautiful mm-hmm. my beautiful child whom I love so yeah. much with all my heart.
1: Uh- Golden Wind, the anime, was directed by returning director uh, Nakatsu Suda, who is accompanied by the series directors Yasuhiro Kimoda and Hideaki Takehashi, and the senior writer Yas- Yasu- Yasuko Kobayashi. The character designer for Golden Wind is Takehiro Kishida, and the animation director is Shunichi Ishimoto. Yugo Kano returns as the composer from the uh, previous seasons, and God, does he just kill it every fucking time truly uh the cast of uh joe cast of judge of part five uh Giorno is played in japanese probably like kensho ono and philip reich in english bruno it, bruno butcherati is yuichi nakamura in japanese ray chase in english guido mista is Kosuke toriyumi and sean chiplock norancia is daiki Yamashita, and uh kyle mccarley Leone Abakio is Junichi Suwabe and Mike Lauer. Trish Una is Sayaka Sen, Sen, Sembo, Semboji? Sembongi. Sem, Sem, Sembongi and Lizzie Bongi. Freeman. Panacata is Junya Inoki and Ezra Weiss. Diavolo is uh, Katsuyuki Konishi and Kellen Goff. Vinegar Doppio is Soma Saito and Griffin Burns. jean uh Polnareff is reprised... By Funimori Komatsu and Dirk Erholtz, who was also the original vo- English voice of him in the dub. Polpo is voiced by Hideo Ishikawa and Brooke James. Uh, I don't think I need to go through every fucking character, but uh, the only other ones that I think are worth mentioning are definitely uh, Risotto Nero, uh, voiced by Shinuchi Fuji, who fucking kills it in the Japanese. Shinshu Fuji. Fushi and uh, uh, Chocolata, who was voiced by Ats- Atsushi Miyachi, who is v- very famous for playing heroic characters, but and so was typecast a lot, so he really wanted to play the worst, most villainous character in this series. Uh, and then, uh, of course, Koichi Hirose and Jotaro both made uh, guest appearances in this uh, series, and are Voiced by Daisuke Ono and Yuki Kaiji again, and still voiced by their original VAs. Uh, Koichi Hirose, voice being voiced by Zach Alger and uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Matt Mercer is Jotaro Kujo, and that's the Part Five dissertation. So, Laser, yeah. Um, you originally uh, had only read the manga and. And not only the original manga part five, but the really, really
2: terrible. No, I read the good
0: translation. I didn't read the. Really,
2: yeah. No, I read the bad translation. You read the bad translation. I grew up with that bitch. (laughs) The Duang, not Du. Okay, so I had done my research on this, and um, it turns out that it was not a Du Wang situation where it was a translation from a translation. It was a new translator issue mm. that was like, they were just not aware of uh, specifically um, the Giaccio scenes where mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I find it very funny that for the longest fucking time Giaccio was known as a Francophile in the fandom before we got the good scans of in a better uh translation
1: yeah people thought his, be, whole... his
2: whole fucking thing i the the translator was new and didn't really uh understand very well and so they took uh the fucking should the translation for the france thing is like oh he must really like france Whereas he was more along the lines saying, well, in, when, you're in Par- when you're in Paris, you actually say Paris. Why don't they do that with Venezia? And that was the whole why shit. Why is it
1: always like the Merchant of Venice? But why is it why is it pronounced Merchant of Venice? Should it be Merchant of Venezia? Why don't you say it the Italian way, you fucking idiots?
2: Yeah, so it was just a translation error. People were, and people kind of dogged on them a lot. Um... Yeah, that translation was dog shit.
1: <laughs> it was.
2: It was really bad, and I have a, hot, a like a soft spot in my heart for it because it is what I originally read when I was growing up, and it is like the only thing that we had for part five for like the longest time.
1: That in the video game. That
2: in the video game, which uh, I actually never played. It was one of the few things of JoJo's that I was not able to like get my hands on when I was growing mm. up. Uh, which game? Uh, I believe it was the, uh... The Sega OG... Genesis? Yeah, it was the Genesis one.
1: Yeah, it was on the Genesis, I believe. The Part 5 JoJo game. Okay. Uh, was... Part 5 JoJo... Game. Uh, I think it was on the Genesis.
2: Yeah, GeoGeo's...
1: No, PS... no, it was on PS2.
2: Yeah, well, it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It was a PS2 game came out in uh 2002 uh first jojo game to be rendered in 3d graphics it was really cool looking but i could just have never i never got my hands on it um Mm -hmm. i know there are a lot of people who probably do have it and i would love to watch it or play it myself but i just it was just one of the few things i was able to get
1: i have a weird thing with jojo because like When I first heard about Jojo as a thing, part five was like the new part. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, I was under the assumption that like, oh, that's just Jojo is part five. Not knowing what Jojo was and how each part was different and how there were parts. And then I was like, wait, what is and then, you know later hearing about the, the Stardust Crusaders OVA, been like, wait, I thought Jojo was the blonde kid.
2: What? <laughs> He's Jojo you're, Jojo! you're Jojo! They're Jojo! I'm, I'm Jojo! Jojo. <laughs> Are there any more Jojos I should know about? And then fucking Gappy comes out, and he was like, sup, and it's like, Jesus fucking Christ!
1: Any more Jojos? But, uh, what I was gonna say was, is that, like, you read the manga, but unlike with the other Jojo animes, uh, Because you had seen the Part 4 anime, but you hadn't... This was the first time you had watched the Part 5 anime. Uh, laser. Yes, this is my first time seeing the anime. Mm-hmm. Do you still not like Part 5?
0: Yeah, I still don't like Part 5.
1: Fair enough. That was all I wanted to ask.
0: Nope. Uh, Adrian, this is relevant to you? Yes, please and thank
2: you. Did you just... Oh! Oh, you love me!
1: Raw oh the the
2: totally legal absolutely way, legal
1: English way, version way, way way to play the an uh, English release of the of the places into JoJo game on on PC wow amazing
2: Uh thank you so much Laser I can't believe you bought this for me with your own money
1: <laughs> in the totally legal manner you just um, need the right program in which to load it up. Is the uh
2: way. that's that's easy to find and also yeah. not that much money
1: yeah well anyway it's,
2: it's free fitty
1: yeah Three, it's free fitty. uh anyway yeah so um d is there something i i just want to like get it is there anything specifically about part five or just you don't like part five
2: i just don't like part five fair enough it's understandable. A lot of people just uh the the concepts, the fucking the generalization, the the think... the, the storyline is kind of different for Jojo's. It's it's not the same nonsense that is normally JoJo's.
0: I think it's mostly that the only character I really like is
2: Mista.
1: Mm. I don't I really care for that. any of the other characters.
2: Mista's very good. Very stupid. I...
1: I think one of my favorite things about Part 5 is that, like, even our quote-unquote heroes are shits. Yeah. Except for Bruno. Bruno's, like, the only one who's, like, unabashedly, like, just a good, a good guy. Uh, And then Jorno is, like, the return of Jonathan. Uh, not Jonathan, Joseph. Uh, yeah. Where it's, like, he's a, he's a shit. Jorno is a little shit. Yeah. And I love him. And pe- the this is going to get into like um one of the things that people don't like about part 5 is Jorno because he's like the the main he's the main JoJo. And people complain about Jorno and how like he's a I don't like to say this word, but he's a Gary Stu. And I would like to point everyone in the room towards Jotaro Kujo in part 3.
2: Star ass Pole Platinum.
1: Star Ass Pole Platinum. It's just but people like Jotaro for two reasons. Number one, Jotaro has nostalgia and therefore uh you know, we can we put on our nostalgia glasses for Jotaro. Number two, Jotaro has gotten the chance to be in more than one part and thus has had the chance to do other things other than the thing that he, the things that he did within his own part. Yeah. Yeah. he's had more chances to endear ourselves to him
2: I am much more endeared to part 4 Jotaro than I am to part 3 Jotaro uh, exactly mostly because it was not all about him and it was only partially about him and right. also just I I just enjoy part 4 more uh, fucking part 3 stands can come at me I do not like part 3 all that much it is my least favorite
1: mhm and part three is my second least favorite, uh, and then part one is my least favorite.
2: Part one is very good, and I love it very much. I,
1: I Part one is, is not, it's, I don't hate part one, but it's, it's, it's the weakest one.
0: Going from the bottom, for me, mm-hmm. it's part five,
1: part three, part two, part one, part four. Wow, you like part one more than part two, yeah, that's wild to me. I don't get that. I love part two i I like how um
0: it felt much smaller in scope, and I kinda
1: liked that about it, yeah, mm, it wasn't like the part like part two it was like a world threat, yeah,
2: yeah, well, wireless part one is just. This small town and, like, a, a generalized vicinity. It was very contained, and I kind of like it for that reason also. It, it was a good start of the story. It yeah. was a yeah. good, like, beginning step for Araki. He had, to, he had to start small so that he could work up to be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also part why four. I like part... part four.
1: Yeah, part four is very self-contained. And then, to be fair, other than the arrow... Part five is pretty self-contained to its own like location. Yeah,
0: the only difference there is I don't really like any of the characters in part five. Like that, that that's the only thing I don't like about part five. It's I just yeah. I don't feel attached to any of the characters.
1: Yeah, you have to like the characters, and they're, part five. It's like the thing I've noticed with part five is you either love the characters in part five or you just do not care about them at all. Yeah. Yep. Like there's no in between if you Peter people either just like would die for like a character from part five or could not give two shits about a character from part five,
2: yep me sweating as I am resting my hands gently up on top of a risotto Nero uh fucking titty mouse pad looking over at my risotto Nero <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Look. mm-hmm as in our jojo uh fucking game risotto nero came to our fucking party and my character specifically flirted with him you almost i almost died i almost died it was worth it the and
1: just going off of that the the, the thing with jorno being a gary too is like it's kind of true but i think jorno himself isn't the problem Gold experience is the problem.
2: Gold experience is, absolutely.
1: Jorno on his own, is actually a fine and fun character. It's the... His stand is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, gold experience can just do whatever. It can just do whatever the fuck it wants.
2: Is it living? Fuck you, I do it now.
1: I'm... The the one I the two that I always point to the the, the most bullshit things I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life in all of JoJo and yes I am including some of the stuff that happens later because I know some of the stuff that happens later in JoJo uh, is like uh, I've made this brick into a snake. That was born in the virus of Purple Haze. And now that it was born in the virus, it has antibodies to the virus. So now I'm going to take its blood and make an antivirus with the blood of this sna- this brick snake. You
2: know, <sighs> just normal
1: Jojo shit. Or like when Urbacchio pissed into the teapot. And Jorno turned his tooth into a jellyfish so it could absorb the piss like a sponge and just drank a cup of piss.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: Man, JoJo's I, is I,
2: weird.
1: I, I one of the things I like about part five is that we talk like the thing okay, JoJo as a whole is absolutely batshit insane. Part five is especially bat shit insane. Oh, totally. And so much of the, I'm going to tell you a thing that happens in JoJo, like, out of context, and you have to tell me if it's real. So many of those things are from part five.
2: I consistently start with part one, because I think of uh, fucking Jack the Ripper bursting out of a horse. It's pretty fucking insane.
1: Or uh, an old man punches a frog with Sunshine Karate.
2: A fucking teenager uh, gets so terrified of a baby in his dreams that he carves "baby stand" on his arm. God, part JoJo's jo- is weird, and I jo- love it. Weird. One might say bizarre. 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 <laughs> I I adore this series. Truly, I-, I I would not have been a fan for as long as I have been if I were not like absolutely like book wild for the fucking idiocy and like the insanity that ensues Araki, I hope you're fucking doing well uh I'm sure you are because you're an unaging fucking vampire where did you get the stone mask but Jesus um, fucking Christ what is going on in that brainium of yours
1: a lot so I much constantly, there's I mentioned this when we and Adrian watching it, but there's like a, there's a type of thing that Iraqi does, and this, this happens a lot in part five specifically, where you can feel that like the character isn't talking. That's not the character talking. Araki is literally possessing this character <laughs> and talking to you directly.
2: Speaking into your ear oh so gently. It's, it's that those two scenes where Mista
1: is one talking about uh, vegetarians and the thing about leather handbags, and then the other scene like earlier, quote unquote in the timeline, where he's talking about like now if you think about it, the fish who eat veg the fish who only eat the 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 green stuff are the best tasting fish. Why do predators taste so bad? What are the best tasting animals, the ones who don't eat meat and he it's like Araki's just speaking directly into your ear Truly. that is and that happens a lot in part five
2: uh, it's because Araki is obsessed with food. Araki loves food. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a like a common thing that if you had like read the manga, the little like shots of Araki at the end of the, every fucking volume had him eating something like constantly. From, uh, from Iraqi was. it's uh, like uh, from Italy or like he would go to like a Japanese donut stand or just in constantly he's seen eating. And these little, like, fucking shots of him. And they are the cutest goddamn things, whilst also being, like, the most inexplicable goddamn things. Because above it, he's, like, written some weird thing. He, he was, like, on his head at the time as he was fucking finishing this up and, like, sending it to his producers. Like, here you go! Also, here's the ending, Cap! Like, uh, I, I don't know what the fuck I just said! I was probably on something! Have fun! <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I think the other thing that other people say about Jorno is that he doesn't have character. When I will, I will fight you on that to the death. To the death, because the first thing that Jorno we see Jorno do is like a guy pickpockets a girl, and it's like he and he picks pocket pi pick, he pickpockets her him back, hands the purse back to her, but he stole just enough money to get himself some gelato. That's.
2: And it's just enough money to get two gelato because he did offer one to a child. He did that, is, and
1: that is the encapsulation of Jorno's entire character. Jorno is, is an absolute little shit, but he has a heart of gold,
2: much like Joseph. Absolute yeah, he, shithead, heart of gold.
1: Yeah, at least Jorno didn't cheat on his fucking wife.
2: That we know of.
1: No. He would uh, never wait. cheat on. He would never cheat on though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? You're right.
1: <laughs> Although they got, he's got to wait a couple of years.
2: Yeah, Miss is a little older than.
1: Little Miss is a little older than him. him got to wait a few years.
2: Wait a couple of years, and then you can. Uh...
1: Yeah, then. No, then I'm that. gonna
2: stop thinking about this. That is a 15 year old. <laughs> Me okay. I I want to I want to point out. Uh, me watching part five. I am just sitting here constantly, like that one meme of "You're gonna get cold, sweetie." Whenever Giorno's on screen, please button up your shirt. You're so young. Mm-hmm. Why are your titties out, sir? Sir, All put those time. away. We. I know your father did the same shit. I don't care what your dad did. Put them titties away.
1: Yeah, Giorno's entire character is I. Am a man with charisma and ambition, who will do literally anything to get what he wants. But also, the thing I want is dr- is to get rid of drugs.
2: Drug-free America. <laughs> Giorno started Daring Italy.
1: Giorno did start Daring Italy. The real villain of Part Five is drugs. Well, actually, the real villain of Purple Haze feedback is drugs. Yeah, but...
2: the real villain of Purple Haze feedback is drugs. Real villain of Part Five is uh bad dads bad Just dads bad dads in general bad, bad dads. dads
1: bad dads the worst syndrome. dads like
2: the the moment
1: i fell in love with jarno was when he went back to pulpo in the prison and like when pulpo wasn't looking he turned one of his guns into a fucking banana so he'd shoot himself like, <laughs> no other Joe Star, other than fucking Joseph, would ever pull a move like that.
2: Not even yeah. Joseph would pull that move like that. I don't think. Truly, no,
1: no, he wouldn't. Like, it's there, there, such a, there is, like...
2: it is such a it is such a okay. This is the thing. Jorno is such a perfect encapsulation of the absolute drive and charisma that Dio has, but the heart and the sense of duty and justice that Jonathan has, which mm-hmm. I think is what makes him so compelling as a, just a Jojo in general and B, uh, a, a, just a character at, at, from the fucking standpoint. Jorno has such a fantastic, fantastic, drive to get shit done the minute he was like i'm gonna be a gang star he fucking does that shit and i Mm -hmm. love it
1: i'm gonna have this capo assassinated so that the guy i just met will become capo in his place
2: but also the capo that uh i was under for like five seconds made an old man die he was absolutely innocent and had nothing to do with this shit, and so this guy deserves death in general uh, as a re- recompense.
1: Fuckin' Popo killed Mario, I can't believe it. I can't
2: believe Popo killed Mario, goddamn.
1: Can't believe it. Can't believe Popo killed Mario. It's he it, it
2: it's a him. It's a me <laughs> Dead deal I'm
1: I'm dead, deal. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm dead the dead deal. Anyway um, the other scene that I always think about that perfectly encapsulates Jorno's character is of course the scene with Chocolata Where Jorno is acting like he's gonna do that shonen protagonist thing of like I'm gonna let the villain live and if you just let me do the thing it's like haha and the villain's like, Aha, I tricked you And any and any other circumstance, like against Jonathan, against Josuke uh, it would have been like, aha, I did trick you, and I'm gonna fucking get, get this guy. And Joske and Jonathan would have been like, damn you, Kerr. Well, that would have been Jonathan. Josuke would have been like, fuck you, asshole. How dare you trick me. And Jorno is just like, oh, I knew you were gonna do that. You, also, think, I was gonna, you think I was actually gonna let you live, you worthless piece of shit?
2: I still stand by the fact that that beatdown should have been longer.
1: The Muda? It should have been longer. It was, how long was it, nine pages in the manga? It was
2: nine pages, that should have at least been, like, a good five minutes of Muda. I
1: I think it could have been, like, two minutes long. No. That is such a large
2: part of a fucking chapter, it's nine pages. That's so much of a chapter.
1: You actually, you do have to consider pacing, unfortunately. A full Uh, episode of Just Beat Down. Please, the God. Entire, the entire episode.
2: Chocolata deserves it. Someone that man's did do an such a- Thank, Thank God.
1: Someone did do an edit of making it, like, like five or four minutes long.
2: Thank you. You were doing God's work.
1: <laughs> and then not only doing that, but, like, the fact that he punches him into the literal trash. Chef's kiss. Like, and, and Seko that... joins him. And Seko joins him also in the trash at the end. Like those moments are really what Jorno is all about as a character,
2: and I love him. He's very, very
1: like Giorno isn't my favorite JoJo. He's not, but I will. I'm the Giorno, I'm here to be the Jorno Defense Squad.
2: I I, I enjoy Jorno. It's nothing against Jorno. I just look. Even my favorite part has a, I think my favorite part has a very weak JoJo. Like oh Johnny. Johnny is. Kind of weak in terms of like personality because he's such a fucking asshole. Like, nah, I thought I you, thought you grow- were going to
1: say he has a kink for bug bites.
2: Also, that yeah. Let's let's not fucking get it twisted. Johnny's a weirdo. Johnny's a little freak. Uh, I'll say this:
0: uh, mm. having not gotten to Jolion, part eight. Yeah. yeah, Johnny's in that part right? seven. Part seven.
2: Johnny is yeah, in part that's, seven. That's, that's Steel
0: Ball Run. Steel Ball Run, okay. Yeah, G- Julian is right after uh, G-
2: JoJoelian is right after Steel Ball Run.
0: All right, so having not made it to Steel Ball Run, but having seen pictures, mm-hmm. um, with every other JoJo, I could kind of get what their deal was just by looking at them. I can't tell shit from Johnny. All you can tell is twink,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, all you can tell is that Twink and that he's uh, paraplegic. That's it.
2: Well, you uh, and you like get the story behind why he is a uh, why he is in a wheelchair. Like, see, I didn't it, even at know the that. very start. Yeah, That's, he's uh, because he has he's all. Useful.
1: It's because most of the part he's riding on a horse,
2: riding on a horse, or like sitting it in a slutty way. Johnny, okay. why are you all whore?
1: <laughs> I'll give Rocky credit. He committed to the the the. Johnny, my main character can't use his legs.
2: Yeah, I I I greatly appreciate that, uh, truly. But Johnny, why are you like this? Why why mm-hmm. why 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 are, you, why are your kinks like this? Why are you the way you are?
1: Yeah, and then part eight, Joske is just a fucking weirdo. <laughs>
2: this weird little guy, like that that Twitter uh that tw- that one cat Twitter that I'm obsessed with now. Cats being weird little guys. Joesuke Belong Part part 8 Joesuke Belongs on that
1: Yeah My favorite Jojo is Jolene
2: Queen Girls 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 Thank god Iraqi I French love Jolene. girls.
1: But um My favorite out of the Fucking part 5 gang Is probably Bruno I love Bruno Yeah most people like the thing about. Okay, here's the thing about um, part five. Jorno is the JoJo of that part, but he's not the main character of part five. It, it's Bruno. Like uh, Bruno, Bruno is the main character of part five.
2: It's similar, actually, in part seven also. Um, uh, GYRO is more of the main yeah, GYRO Zappeli, yeah. yeah. I, I I love you, Giuseppele. You absolute stinky motherfucker.
1: Yeah, but Bruno is ostensibly the main character of Part Five. Ostensibly, yes. Like everyone in Part Five is important, but if you had to pick like a main main character, it's Bruno. And to even put even more finer a point on it, like the epilogue is about fucking Bruno's inevitable fucking death. Yeah. So it really hammers home that, like, oh, yeah, Bruno was sort of, like, the main character. Um. And also his stand is just really cool. Yeah. Like, Sticky Fingers is such a cool fucking stand. Like, that's the other thing I like about part five so much is, like,
2: the stands are cool and there, are, there like, are
1: so many good stands in part five.
2: The stands are cool and there's like there is the option of having stand battles against
1: Multiple not, stand users.
2: Multiple stand users and not everybody is a good guy in these fights. I Exactly I. the the Dolpio and Rosetta fight, which I
1: the best fight i
2: I, it is my favorite fight out of all of them is the doppio and risotto fight a it's two of my favorite characters in part five is doppio and risotto as as seen by my fucking collection of risotto merch but like i i think this that fight that they have is like so such a mind fuck Mm-hmm. How do I beat this guy? I don't know how to beat this guy. I can only beat this guy with a limited amount of power because of how Doppio is. Because Doppio isn't Diavolo, and Diavolo is only partially Doppio. And so all that Doppio had was very, very minimal power like constructs from Diavolo himself. And he had to just live and do what he could with his wits and the little help that he got from the boss, and that's it, and it was...
1: Yeah. So
2: fucking good.
1: I mean, I'm of the very strong opinion that if Risotto had run into, like, Bucciarati's gang, more than one of them would have fucking died.
2: Oh, absolutely. I don't know if any of them could have actually, like... Like, they... Like, they... to get All together...
1: They might have been able to, like, Giorno might have been able to, like, uh, restore their, like, uh, the iron in their bodies through some sort of life bullshit. And Noroncia could have detected him while he was invisible with his stand. Yeah. But if Risotto took out one or both of them, fuck, they're dead. Over. It's over, man. It's over. And Risotto probably would have targeted either one of them. He probably would have targeted Noroncia first. Yeah. Or Jorno first, because he knew that Giorno would have healed Narancia, so he would have targeted Giorno first, then he would have targeted Narancia, and then once those two were down, it would have been Mista, Trish, Abacchio, and Bruno against this guy who's fucking invisible. Fuck. <laughs> that would have Ris-
2: sucked. Risotto is, I think, one of the most terrifying villains that the fucking gang could have ever had. Like, had he actually been a fucking force of nature to fight them, they would have been Dungeon Rings, just instantly. Yeah,
1: the thing is, is that if... if Risotto had stayed hidden and invisible, he would have won. Mm Mm-hmm. He didn't have to come out and like be like, "Aha! I did it! I won!" If he wasn't so overconfident in that last moment that he was assured of his victory, he would have. He would have beaten him. He would have beaten Diablo. No ifs ands or buts about it. It was pure uh-huh. luck and his overconfidence that made him lose in that fight.
2: The and, the yeah. the the horrid hubris that man feels at the folly Mm -hmm. of nature Mm -hmm. pride getting to you
1: yeah diavolo is also guilty of this it is diavolo is the ultimate like i am i am the king my stand is invincible i am worthy of this power to rule over all he has this like other than there's other than dio not another fucking stand user around that comes close to being so megalomaniacal
2: it is strange how convoluted Diavolo is and why I'm kind of like, I'm in the camp of that I don't think Diavolo is as boring a villain as, say, some of the other ones. It's because it's like, that's that, like, conundrum that he has of, I am made and meant to rule this land whilst also being absolutely paranoid to all ends to the point where he was telling his the men underneath him okay bring my daughter to me secretly because i must kill her myself because no one should have any any like instance of like being able to track me down that's level of paranoia combined with the megalomania that he has, I think that's very interesting and very compelling. But a lot of people are, like, much in the camp of he's a boring villain because he's hidden most of the time. Well, well, number one,
1: fucking Dio and Yoshikage Kira are kind of a hard act to follow.
2: They are. Uh, I I try to, like, look at them uh, because of how the villains are. I try to look at them as separate entities from one another, despite fandom constantly pairing them up. Lord Mm. knows how much fucking Diavolo and Yoshikage Kira porn I've seen in my life.
1: Well, because unlike most of the other villains, those two were actually alive around the same time.
2: Yeah, but um, I, I, I just I find that those, like, I find that it's uh kind of like disheartening to hear, like, well, X did it better, why did it better, like, they're different people, and so, like, their complexities are different, and you can't really right. compare one to the other without really actively, like, looking into the first one, and, like, seeing all forms and sides of it, just because one of it's a little bit more compelling, and, like, not, not compelling, I, charismatic. Charismatic. The, Diavolo has no charisma. Diavolo is like anti-charisma, which yeah, is exactly. why Giorno is such a it's such a nice like pair to him, having all of the charisma.
1: The the, the other thing uh, that was point one point two is that I think while Diavolo has a lot of potential, most of his interesting potential is not explored.
2: It really isn't. Like, like you you could have done
1: so much with the idea of a person who has another personality that they're not even aware that they have, like, the other personality isn't even aware that they're another personality, Mm -hmm. and also the fact that, like, because he has another personality, this other personality sort of has, like, a pseudo-stand. Like, not only is it, like, he has two personalities, he has two fucking souls, like, you, there, there's a lot of things you could have done with that, and the fact that, like, they don't explore it at all, and the fact that the reveal of the fact that Dopio is the boss is revealed, like, right away. It's so early, yeah. Which could have been a huge plot twist. Like, you could have had Dopio be a character that showed up a couple of times throughout the part as, like, just a guy, like, that the gang knew and, like, hung around... Or whatever, and then when it's revealed that, oh, by the way, he was the boss the whole time, that, you know...
2: Would have made a lot more interesting story. I agree with you. I, I We have had yeah. this discussion multiple times, and I every time I've yielded, it's like, yeah, no, that would have fucked. That yeah. would have fucked so hard. And, and,
1: and the, the same goes for the other big problem with Part 5, which is Fugo. My like, beloved. Like, Fugo... Like, he kind of gets retroactively fixed by Purple Haze feedback, but
2: yeah, which we you and I both listened to uh, yeah. actually today we <laughs> as did, we're did. recording for those who this. Don't know.
1: Purp- we'll get into it, but for those who don't know, Purple Haze feedback is a light novel that takes place after Part Five, and it is about as close to canon as you can get without it actually being canon. It.
2: it might as well be.
1: Can't... It might as well be. It, it might as confl- well be. It doesn't conflict with anything, and the art was done by Iraqi. It just wasn't written by Iraqi.
2: Yeah, it was a, uh...
1: It has a couple of inconsistencies, but beyond those inconsistencies, it doesn't conflict with anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of those inconsistencies can just be, like, hand-waved away. Mainly how, uh, Fugo and Bucciarati meet is different in the feedback novel than how they actually meet in the manga and
2: anime. Yeah. Uh, For, also, for, like, just information in general, uh, the author, the light novel was written by a, uh, the author, uh, Kyohei Kadono. Mm. Kyohei Kadono. trying to fucking read. Words are hard. Words are hard.
1: Um, the... The other thing I was gonna say, uh, related to, to that, like, going up, continuing off of Fugo, is that, like, basically what happened with Fugo was, like, Araki was like, his tan his stand is way too good, I need to write him out of the story.
2: He's too powerful, I, nothing will be, like, interesting if he continues to stay here. We need to figure out how to fucking contain him, and all I can think of is, like, oh, he just doesn't believe in Jorno, so he's gonna run away like a pussy. And the thing is, is that, like, you could have done
1: something with that, like... I mentioned it would be super interesting that after he left the gang,
2: he came back, but as an enemy. I'm pretty sure I asked you to marry me after you said this. (laughs) Like, legitimately, I asked you to marry me. You did. I love you very (coughs) much.
1: (laughs) You alright there, Laser? (laughs) (coughs)
0: Yeah, sorry, just a dry throat cough. Mm.
1: But, yeah, the it would have worked really well to like and you and the thing is you don't have to kill him even if in that case if you if you would be mad that purple haze feedback didn't happen it was just like him being loyal to the boss and being forced to fight Bucciarati in the gang as an enemy would have been a perfect thing for him and it would have been an interesting way to continue his arc and could have Honestly, dovetailed really well into the arc of feed, of Purple Haze feedback. Uh, but although some of the stuff in feedback would have to be rewritten a little bit, especially the beginning part of feedback. Yeah. Uh, to dovetail into that, but it would be an easy workaround, I feel, honestly.
2: Absolutely.
1: Um, and also, Araki... I can think of a couple of ways that Araki could have written around Purple Haze. Like, if you're worried that Purple Haze is too strong because it's basically a one-shot, like, the two obvious weaknesses of Purple Haze are, number one, it has to touch you.
2: Yeah, you have to be within its range. It is such a fucking small range. It's like,
1: they mention it in feedback, the virus can only spread through the air up to five meters from where the capsule bursts. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's not far. It's not so really. you could have put him like if you needed him to have fights, but long-range make the fights make him fight a long range stand user. And the other thing is that uh, this is and this is the thing that's mentioned in feedback is that like all viruses can only survive so long in direct sunlight. So that would be another way to limit his stand. And the other thing is that like if he were in situations where if he released his stand ability. He would fucking kill all the other characters. Yeah, yeah. So it, there was there were ways he could have kept Fugo around and used him, but like I think he was sort of like in a. It's another like as much as we like to say Iraqi, uh,
2: has no, can do no wrong. Part five is so full of things like that. Could have been better, could have been done a lot, like, interest more interestingly.
1: There, it has a lot of inconsistency like that, and then, of course, like, Araki absolutely struggling to figure out what the fuck Jorno's powers actually do. Lord knows. <laughs> like, the, the life shoot ability that he has early on is, like, never mentioned, and then, like, the damage reflection thing is only ever used, like, once. And then it's like, okay, okay. He just makes he just makes life. That's it. That's all that's it. I, I can't I have to just decide on one thing. I just makes life. That's it. Uh <laughs> and then the other character who Araki kept around but had to constantly write around was Mista.
2: <laughs> Mista and his no good, very bad week. Of shooting himself in the dick thirty eight times.
1: Yeah, someone did a count. I can't. Uh, I'm so glad that
2: they did that, but also I'm so sorry, Mister. you poor. You you, you poor poor sap. You
1: the part five, of,
2: 38 times.
1: Part, part five takes place over the course of two weeks, and in a those week, two less than six days. It's 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 like a week little over a week, something like that. And within that, like, week or so, Mr. shot himself with his own fucking bullets, like, 30 times.
2: Goddamn. He's such... And that's, to his most... credit, he, he this is, like, this shows that he's the luckiest man in the world. Because he fucking survived getting shot by his own goddamn gun 38 times.
1: Yeah, and then, like, to be fair, most of those times were in one fight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which was the 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 fucking white album fight.
2: God, the white album fight was so fucking cool.
1: Part five has so many good fights,
2: and it has so many cool, st- has so many cool stands, so many cool fights. It's just this. The plot line is like a, a little loosey goosey.
1: It's a little loosey goosey, uh, and like. The other, one of the other weaknesses of part five, and this is sort of going back to the, the gold experience of the problem, is that because Jorno can just, like, heal you from whatever, it feels like there's honestly no, never, never any consequences to a fight.
2: Yeah, that like, is, uh... At,
1: at least with part four, Josuke could never use his power on himself. Yeah. But Jorno can use his power on himself and other people. So it's like, there's no consequences. I could, my arms can be ripped off, and my heart could be shot out of my body, and I'll be fine if Jorno just patches me up. Like, here, Jorno, hold on, like, Jorno's hold on, let me just go grab this fucking rock and replace your heart with this rock.
2: NBD.
1: No big deal. Hold on. Let me just do that. And then, I'm, okay... Could you imagine a world where Mista lost four fingers and asked Jorno to only replace three of them? Because if he replaced all four fingers, that would be bad luck. (laughs) And the rest of the manga... Guido fucking. Mista just is missing a finger. But out then of... he has four
2: fingers on that hand.
1: But then he has four. Well, uh, four fingers and a thumb. Thank you, thank you.
2: Well, you always have four fingers and a thumb.
1: No, but I mean, he the, the, he lost the four fingers, and only had the thumb left. But he refused to let. Then he'd have like four phalanges. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to regenerate four of my fingers because that's bad luck. Just regenerate three of them.
2: And you'd have four things on your hand.
1: Shit! Shit, you're right. I don't know what to do, Giorno.
2: God help me.
1: What do I do? Oh, I know. Giorno, use your stand to cut off this other finger on my other hand and then regenerate that and my other four fingers so that way you regenerate five fingers, technically, so it's not bad luck.
2: He's so fucking stupid. I love you so much, mister.
1: <laughs> and then you have fucking Abakio. It's like, fucking Jorno says one word on Abakio. He's like, shut the fuck up, Jorno. I hate you. I hate your guts. Shut the fuck up.
2: Go die. Abakio lived his dying day fucking hating the shit out of Jorno. Like,
1: when he lost his hand in the Elusio fight, when he's like, I was going to punch the shit out of Jorno, but I guess I won't i <laughs> him with my stump. Because I can. I heem heem heem. <laughs> um, the other thing that I think part 5 does. That it does better than part 3 especially. Is. When a character fucking dies in part 5. God does it hurt. Like I mean it hurts in part 3 but. There's, there's a balance, like, Araki has this thing of, like, killing characters in brutal and uncaring ways, but not lingering on it, and just, because that's how death is. Yeah. But in fiction, that, like, kind of sucks from a narrative perspective, but Part 5 does a good job of balancing the, yes, this character died in a brutal fashion with no fanfare, but... The things that happen after their death is very dramatic and beautiful,,
2: mm-hmm. God, yeah, the fucking the cinnamon topography of the fucking uh scenes where you see the souls uh mm-hmm. specifically Abaccio and uh Bruno's arts, so yeah so, so yeah, super. and
1: then that scene with uh Bacchio talking to his old partner in the afterlife,
2: oh my heart.
1: Just cry, just cry.
2: I am All- already crying. Who put these tears here? Who also, tears they, I face? think they
1: added this in the anime. The scene where, uh, the yeah, they did add this in the anime when Narancia dies. There's that shot of uh, Aerosmith's shadow flying overhead as a bird, and you see yeah. Fugo. That's not in the manga. That's in the that's only in the anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, mm, 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 chef's kiss. My heart. The anime added a lot uh, to part five.
2: Yeah, uh, I think the most that it was added was definitely on Diavolo. Like we finally
1: know how King Crimson works. I knew, but no, the meme is over. People know. The meme is over.
2: The meme is the meme has finally died. People know how King Crimson works. I have a collection of memes prior to fucking part five airing. Mm-hmm. Of just, like, people being like, oh, how does it work? We just don't know.
1: It just we does. just don't know. And the easiest like, way to explain King Crimson is that it's just lag.
2: Enjoy your ping. It is garbage.
1: Uh, you have lost all your packets. I am ping Crimson.
2: Your ping is... 1,372. The evil is defeated.
1: <laughs> the, the, like, literally, King Crimson is like, the action, hap- the action you did happen server-side, but didn't happen to you locally.
2: I have always considered, like, uh the fucking enemies stand, like, the big bads of every series to be, like, a part of, a, like, a remote control. So it's like... Part three, it's like, oh yeah, that's the the pause button. The f- part four, it is the like fucking delete, uh, recording, and like part five is just skip,
1: <laughs> and part f- six is fast forward. Uh huh. And then then part seven and part eight happen, and they kind of fall apart.
2: And part I, I kind of still see it was part seven. It's because it's like when you tape over a a VHS, and you sometimes have that like. Halo effect of another fucking uh, the the prior video. That's how I, I kind of. I guess it.
1: it's just that like the first few stands are time related, and then the other ones are space related. Yeah. So it's like because D4C is space. Yeah. Wonder review is a whole other thing, but we I can't get into Wonder review.
2: try not to think too much about <laughs> having to actually reach. Charlie. Read re, part 8, yeah. I, I I started reading it, and mm-hmm. I got so mm-hmm. fucking incensed.
1: <laughs> By the I Am A Rock thing?
2: I, I desperately wanted that stand to be named Electric Eye. Because of how fucking Yatsuyu was doing the fucking, like... The eye film thing out of his eyeballs. I was like, "Please God, let us be named Electric Guy." Please, Iraqi, and this curse, and this curse upon my dick that you have of mm. never naming a stand after a Judas Priest song. And then he fucked it up.
1: Mm hmm. He did have more Prince songs in there, though.
2: He did have more Prince songs, but you know what? I didn't get a goddamn single song named after Judas Priest song. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I I would explain how Wonder of You works, but I wouldn't want to spoil you.
2: I would I would prefer that. Way. I I I am going to eventually get through it and re-read, reread it, but not reread. Well, reread the first part, but like
1: Wonder of You is horse shit. And I say this knowing all the abilities of every other villain in, in JoJo.
2: Oh, I can't wait for this horse piss. Let's go. Um,
1: but any anyway, and but the the other thing, and this is the reason that part 5 of the anime is able to uh finally better explain how um king crimson works and the reason that king crimson is so confusing in the manga and this was uh, someone ex- i remember reading watching a video about this that encapsulated it perfectly and is and that's the fact that like
2: do you remember the name of the video by the by?
1: um i'd have to i'd have to go digging I don't remember, but... the
2: You can go digging through it uh, uh, during a break. I think, I
1: think it might have been Super Eyepatch Wolf's video about Part 5. Yeah, it was, actually. It was Super Patch Wolf's video about Part 5. Uh, why, why you should watch JoJo Part 5. Um, and he mentioned the fact that, like, the reason King Crimson doesn't work in the manga is because there's a thing in comics and manga of the assumed action between panels of, like, a character... Like, there's a one panel of a character pulling about their fist, and the next panel is one character being hit... Falling to the ground and, like, an impact noise. Like, the assumption is, like, we didn't see the panel of the, the the hit happening. Because we don't need to. Because we don't need to see every single concurrent action in motion. the The reader can make an assumption based off of context and the motion of the panels. And this is why... Um, pan- page layout is super important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, because of that assumed action between panels, King Crimson's skip ability doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it there's already an assumption of actions occurring between panels, but because King Crimson's whole thing is skipping an action that occurred and you only see the results... It feels as if the normal flow of a page is happening, but the characters are reacting as if the thing that happened is a weird thing, even though you are the reader making the the assumption about the unseen panel. Basically, King Crimson was too big brain for manga. But anime, on the other hand, is able to do it perfectly. One with the sound effect. Mm hmm. And two, with the, uh, I'm standing in this weird fucking void space of King Crimson. And, you know, get to see it visually occur.
2: Yeah, it, 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 a lot can be said for visually explaining it in a, the proper medium. I I know for a fact that just had I not been explained growing up by my older brother... Uh, how King Crimson kinda worked, I I would not have gotten it, but thanks to my older brother being like, uh, this is how it works, loser, shut the fuck up, get out of my room. <laughs> uh I kinda have a moderately decent understanding of it prior to like the anime giving it like full recourse and like understanding.
1: Mm. Meanwhile, now the joke is how does gold experience requiem work?
2: Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this goddamn stand?
1: The, the easiest way to explain Goal Experience Requiem is that it, can, it controls causality. That's it. Yeah. It, it just... It makes it so that... The action... The triggering action occurred, but the effect of the triggering action never occurred. And thus you were returned to the point of zero before the triggering of the initial action
2: since it happened in zero time. It didn't happen at all. Yep, and that is why Diavolo is cursed to die again and again and again. Because again if you're again. hit,
1: because like, he, that scene where he saw the thing happen didn't actually happen because it returned him to the points of zero, and then when Gold Experience Requiem beat him up, its other ability activated, which was the infinite death loop, which Essentially put Diavolo, he's a living paradox now where he can't die.
2: But he's not alive.
1: But he's not alive because, and because of Requiem's ability of cause and effect, he can never really die because he will constantly return to the point of zero in an infinite loop. Mm -hmm. But that is another ability of... Goal Experience Requiem, there's the defensive version of it and the offensive version of it. The defensive version of it is if you take any aggressive action against Goal Experience Requiem, it will return you to the points of zero, and thus the action that you tried to make against Goal Experience Requiem never actually happened. So basically what happened was, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: is that King Crimson tried to erase the, the, the time in which the Chekhov's gun was fired. But Gold Experience Requiem made it so that Diavola was shot by Chekhov's gun for all time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you fucking made that joke when we were watching it, and it's still fucking funny.
1: It's true, because the arrow is Chekhov's gun.
2: Yep. Consistently. Love it. Consistently.
1: Oh, God. Uh, part 5 good.
2: Part five is actually good. It is It has been a very long time that since I've like actively like before, you know, just watching it with you, like actively talking to people about it and being like, This is good actually and people are like meh and I'm just like
1: You're yeah. wrong actually <laughs> Yeah, everyone loves the Part Five anime. Specifically Nobody the likes anime. the
2: Part Five fucking manga i'm just like sitting here like clutching it to my chest
1: (laughs) yeah and then you get into feedback uh i don't want for those who haven't read feedback i'm not going to spoil feedback but the gist of feedback is jorno's the boss and he calls in fugo to be like hey i value your skills and i get why you did the thing you did but you know like not following us because hey you probably would have died if you did, because everybody else but Mista did. And me. And so, like, you know what? I get it, right? You all—you probably would have died. But, you still gotta... Because I'm the boss now, you gotta prove your loyalty to me. So do the shit. So go kill the guy who runs the drug and narcotics division. Who, by the way, is Tonio's brother from part four.
2: Yeah! I don't... I don't know if I like that part of feedback, having it be, like, Tonio Trusardi's, you know, sibling. I, 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 I do, like, I like the fact that Araki did kind of have, like, not so much of a callback to it, but he did have, like, a, the fucking, one of the Kishibi Rohan shorts, which is the only one I read, because I don't care about Kishibi Rohan, because the only reason I read this is because it had Tonio in it, and I have a thirst... To- that is unquenchable for mm-hmm. Tonio. mm mm-hmm. I mean And I, it has Tonio in it, and it, it, like, involved Tonio's, like, sibling, his little sister. And I was like, this rules.
1: I, I mean, I did like that, uh, fucking uh, Volpe, his stand was, like, the exact opposite of Pearl yeah. Jam.
2: Yeah, the antithesis.
1: Yeah, like, manic depression is, like, the antithesis of Pearl Jam. Um... And also the fact that all of the newsstands and fucking uh, feedback are Jimi Hendrix songs
0: mm-hmm.
1: and or albums. All Along the Watchtower, Voodoo Child, uh, Nightbird Flying, Darly Dagger, and uh, Rain Rain... What was it? Rainy Daydream Away. Rainy day, Dream Away.
2: <laughs> Which I love. I had read this a while ago and re- now because I can't read anything anymore because I got that severe ADHD re-listening to the audiobook Rainy Day Dream Away fucks severely and is terrifying.
1: Rainy Day Dream Away is such a res- just ridiculous ability.
2: I, I I really think it is like I, it, it is a stand that Araki himself would have made had he thought about it. Had he fucking had this concept, he, he would have made this stand.
1: Right, a uh, fucking voodoo child also feels like a fucking...
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, I, uh, I did a little research. Uh, and I kind of like t- lined up the time. I like fucking triangulated, had my own little Pepe Silva fucking board over here. Uh, I am uh, strongly convinced... That Sheila E is like a direct, like supposed to be almost XP for uh, Soundman from Part Seven because this is like their their designs are so similar and Soundman has uh, such a like signature style, yeah, like that nobody else in Part Seven has. Yeah, heard- uh, mostly because Soundman is you know a native person and that was just. Araki wanted to play around with the design of the Natives in America at that time. And Sheila E. is like absolutely the same style. So I think Araki really took a lot of inspiration from Soundman and put that into Sheila E. when he was doing the the imagery work for this uh, yeah. light novel.
1: Yeah, and the for those who want to listen to the audiobook, Purple Haze Feedback, uh, the English audiobook was done by a YouTuber named Dargosian. D A R G O S I A N. Uh it is the full audiobook all in one video and it's like four and a half hours. So if you wanna just Honestly, I think I've read a lot of the side stories of in Spinoff So JoJo feedback and um what was the other one? Uh the one about uh Yoshika Kakira's ghost yeah,
2: that one is really good. Uh,
1: Dead Man's Dead Man's Wishes. Those are like the two best JoJo side stories that I've read and/or seen. Because there's a bunch of them. There's like the Part Three side story. There's another Part Five side story. Uh, light novel There's like the Kishibe Rohan mangas. The like the, the, the with the Gucci bag and the guy who's the avatar of the god Hermes and the weird fucked up painting. What the f***? Yeah. Jojo, man. Yeah. Basically, the uh, Kishiba Rohan things are Araki wants to just do other weird shit that's not stands. Mostly.
2: Uh, it's uh not Dead Man's Wishes, it's Dead Man's Questions.
1: Dead Man's Questions. Dead Man's Question is super interesting because it's like...
2: But it is also like fully canon because it was written and illustrated by Araki himself. Yeah,
1: it's Dead Man's Questions, and it's uh, it explains how ghosts work in the Jojo universe.
2: Yeah. I, I think that is definitely one of the more important ones, considering that it was actually written by Araki himself, so it's, like, yeah, fully canon. And, like, I am of the opinion that if anything Araki does, uh, it's canon in Jojo's. So, yes, Naruto is canon in Jojo's. One Piece is canon in Jojo's. The fact that Shokotan has a child with Jotaro is canon in Jojo's.
1: Yeah, I least, love you,
2: Shokotan.
1: The least non-canon thing in all of JoJo is the Jorge Joestar novel.
2: Yeah, which... Funniest Valentine.
1: Yeah. Hey, laser So, in Part 7, the villain of Part 7 is a guy named Funny Valentine. And in the Jorge Joestar novel, they meet his alternate universe son. And his name is Funnier Valentine. And he also has a son named Funniest Valentine. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. (laughs) It's it's just it's it is stupid as fuck.
2: I love it. It's so dumb. (laughs) Also, the other thing
1: that's in in part in the Jorge Joestar novel is like, uh, in all alternate universes, the only universal constant is that cars will be shot into space and land on Mars. So there are, in fact, 36 cars on Mars. It's MBD. No big deal if there are 36 cars on Mars.
2: They can't reach us here. Don't think about it. They can't get us. The 36
1: cars on Mars can't hurt you. They're not real. They're not real. They're not real. Also, there's these other new things called bounds, which aren't stands, but are like stands. And instead of being named after music, they're named after movies. <laughs> I love The part of laser will be now will be played by the soundboard. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we could you know what we could call it there. Part five good. Go watch part five. Also read Purple Haze feedback. Uh
2: part five good. Uh go watch part five. Uh go read the shitty version of part five because even though it's shitty, it's still kind of like nostalgic and good in a way. Um, fucking mm-hmm. watch all of JoJo's. Just, just, just uh, go in and experience JoJo's.
1: Because we are because we did this for part three and part four. Favorite stands from part five and favorite fight from part five.
2: Oh, I've already mentioned the Doppio. Yeah, that, that's that's also fight. my
1: favorite fight in part five. Look, it's so
2: fucking cool. Look.
1: And my favorite stand from part five is uh, Sticky Fingers. Sticky. Uh, notorious big. Alakombe. Like <laughs> <like him>, <laughs>
2: that is my, that is my favorite like meme thing that has come out of JoJo Part Five is, uh, people putting the Motomoto Moto song to carne
1: walking up and to it, the the airplane. It's so good. <laughs> I, like
2: I actively it. do like carne. I think carne like the stand uh, carne stand notorious big is so <laughs> fascinating, <laughs> and I think it's so funny that. Up until the anniversary ride, we just have a little tiny Taurus B.I.G. Constantly screaming and trying to catch the tide.
1: And then, (laughs) um, so... So fucking stupid. My favorite thing ever was there was uh, in, I think it was the Super Best Friends play Eyes of Heaven. And they talked about, they were making jokes about JoJo as you do, and then Wooly said, uh, now, I want you to imagine a scenario where Poochie is using over heaven, made in heaven, to accelerate time infinitely. And he's moving faster than anything in the universe. And then suddenly, from the background, Notorious B.I.G. is just, like, coming and going,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking shit. I love you, B.I.G. I love Notorious B.I.G. so much. <laughs>
1: One of my favorite fucking jokes from Super Best Friends. I love that. I, eyes of The eyes of heaven playthrough was great.
2: I adore Notorious. Vig so fucking. Much. I think you need to mean so Notorious great. Chase. I kill, kill you. One of my one of my favorite
1: moments from the Part Five dub is actually in that scene where like it's just really surreal hearing some of that shit in the dub. Where it's like, man, I could go for a pizza. <laughs> the dub is great. Uh, but anyway, we're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done here uh play us out laser laser uh,
0: I don't know why the levels are so low on that god damn it uh... uh-huh uh... yes
1: there we go there we go perfect.
2: Beautiful. so that's the show that is the show That 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 is the JoJo show starring Adrian and Kai we do have an <laughs>
1: ask by the way we do
0: okay, have an cool. ass. Uh so that's it. Um mm-hmm. I actually I, I do enjoy just listening to y'all talk about JoJo. I just don't have much to contribute.
1: That's fair. I mean that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the um Laser Gets uh front row tickets to a live recording of the JoJo podcast.
2: Yeah. The JoJo power hour. Mm
1: hmm. Uh ma'am. Do you know what? Do you have a favorite stand or fight from the part? Pistols.
0: Hmm? Sex Pistols. Sex Pistols? Sex mm. Pistols. I don't have a favorite fight, no. Okay. Um, Got it. The care? one that stands out the most in my mind is when they're in the, the Coliseum. Mm.
1: And Polnareff comes back, but... Oh, uh, yeah, with a requ- uh, fucking Superchart Requiem.
0: Yeah, but uh, I don't know if i call that my favorite. Just the one that sticks out in my head the most.
1: Yeah. I Other than that,
0: Sex Pistols.
1: Yeah, the honorable mention for me in terms of fight is the uh, White Album fight. Mm. Such, a, Such a good fight. Also has one of my favorite lines in all of JoJo, where Mista says, Now why don't you have a nice, hot, passionate kiss with the road? So fucking good. Mista's cool. Mista is cool. It's a shame he shoots himself constantly. Because 38
2: times it, Because
1: Araki realized that Gun is the best stand And too good uh, But anyway um, That is the show uh, Thank you
0: if you enjoyed Briska. the show Briska. Please Briska.
1: Please I'm begging you
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah uh, Rate and review mm-hmm. on iTunes 5 stars Yeah, Uh, tell a
1: friend. Spotify, wherever you're listening to this, please, I'm begging we I crave that sweet, sweet validation.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: and Uh, if you want to send in an email, where can they send that laser?
0: Acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. That's acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. That's acmepodcastinc at gmail.com.
2: I think that might be acmepodcastinc at gmail.com.
0: That's correct. Yep, you can also find us on Twitter at at Inc. Podcast. that's at I-N-C-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S
1: uh, You can also find us on Tumblr at, uh, what is it? AcmePodcastInc.tumblr.com That's AcmePodcastInc.tumblr.com And the ask box is open and we have an asks. Alright. Uh, anonymous asks uh, They knew we were doing JoJo this week so they asked Favorite JoJo OP?
2: We actually talked about this when we were watching. We did. Stand by. Bloody Stream by Coda is still my fucking favorite. Stand by. Shut up. I'll eat you.
1: Mm hmm. (laughs) Kick your ass. Uh huh. Um. Man, it's hard. Like, Bloody Stream is. Yes. Um. But also, like, Chase from Part 4. And, uh, I, god, I love fighting gold and, uh, Traitor's Requiem so much. And also the part 6 OP is really good. There's not a bad part, well, no, I don't really actually care for either of the part 3 openings.
2: I, I, I also still fucking am so, like, staunchly, like, Juve's by Diggy Mo should have been part 3's fucking opening, but nobody listens to Adrian.
1: Yeah. What about like, you? Laser? Watch
2: the watch the part three M A V with Juvé's and tell me that does doesn't fit so perfectly. Laser. God, that's such a video. I don't have one.
1: You don't have a favorite part. You don't have a favorite OP. I
2: I don't think I've
0: ever bothered to watch them. I think I've always just skipped through to the episodes. Wow. My
1: heart is broken. That that's painful. Painful uh, to listen to. I'm so sorry. My in man. place
0: of that, I'm going to say go on YouTube and search Texas Golden Wind.
1: Uh and that's my answer. <laughs> Got it. All right. I mean, but the best sort of like JoJo main character theme is Jornos. JoJo, yep. jo, da, 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 da 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 Golden Wind. It is the best one. Uh yep. but yes, uh if you put a gun to my head, fighting gold. If you put a gun to my head, it's fighting gold.
2: Why is there a twenty-five hour, ten-minute, and fifty-eight-second version of this thing?
1: You know because why? Because it's fucking hilarious. You know I'll why?
2: Watch this minute and seven-second-long thing when we drop. Jesus Christ! Why? Why?
1: Why, why is there a twenty-four-hour loop of fucking robot and going
2: pingus? Because it's important.
1: Mm-hmm. It
2: is important culturally.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you seen can't... that clip of someone realizing that they could that they realized they could make Robotnik say Morbius?
2: I had. It, but... Oh my god,
1: <laughs> Morbius!
2: I can't believe this shit. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. It's morb it's Morbin time.
2: It's morbid. I'm not gonna get into my stupidity. No, with no. We can, I'll t-
1: I'll, I'm not gonna put you on blast on the podcast. I'm Not gonna put
2: off, off, off podcast. You're gonna put my dumb ass on blast.
1: So anyway, that's the show. If you want to get, that's how you get in touch
2: with the show. If you want to get in touch with us individually, Adrian where can they find you? Uh, I have a new Twitter. Uh, My last Twitter was overrun by anti-Semites because I'm a Jewish man who is uh, staunchly Jewish and openly, happily Jewish. So uh, I now have a new one. Um, Please be nice to me. I'm so sick and tired of people being mean. (laughs) Uh, You can find me at uh, nerium toxin, which is very, very similar to my last one, which was uh, oleander toxin. But now it is uh, Nerium, the other part of the Oleander Nerium flower. N E R I U M T O X I N. And that's just the, my Twitter. And you'll see a lot of 14 posting. Because I have nothing to do with my life other than JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Final Fantasy fourteen. I am a simple man with simple needs. And if I want to find your art? Uh, that's still that Toxin art. Uh, it's, it's very, very. Very similar. You'll be able to find it. Trust me.
1: Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me at Kaiju uh, underscore Emperor on Twitter. That's K-A-I-J-U underscore E-M-P-E-R-O-R. You can also find me on Tumblr, Kaiju dash Emperor. about the exact same way. And if you want anything original from me, always follow my side blog on Tumblr, Kai's Tome, K-A-I-S-T-O-M-E, where I usually post my original D&D stuff. Uh, homebrew subclasses, magic items and whatnot. Also, and reblog, uh, other homebrew things like maps and other people's similar things. Laser work and they find you.
0: Actually, you know what? I do have a favorite JoJo opening.
1: Oh, okay. All it, right. All right. It,
0: it's the second, uh, I think it's the second, uh, from part four.
1: Mm. So Chase.
0: Yeah. it's Chase. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look it up real quick just to make sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Content. very good content for other content uh this is just me plugging something i enjoy go follow jorts jorts the cat just just go follow jorts the cat i loved him i love him so much Mm. I, I stand with this union busting. I, I stand with this union busting, busting cat.
1: Everyone should go follow Crouton the Cow.
2: Also, Crouton. Crouton's also very good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: No, sorry. Actually, actually, it's Op One. Ah, so crazy, Diamond, noisy, OP1.
1: bizarre town. Also, yeah,
0: that, that's my favorite.
2: Crazy that is my third favorite. Bizarre town.
1: Uh, as for where you can find me, don't worry about it. <laughs> Got it. Antisocial. I want to be much like Diavolo, unobserved.
2: By mortal humans.
1: I just don't really care about plugging it anymore. All right. Well, do we know what we're doing next time?
0: Yeah, next up is Vox Machina. I won't be on that episode. That'll Uh, be me and
2: Scarlet. That will be you and Scarlet.
0: Uh, so y'all enjoy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh...
1: All right. Hope to see you guys next time when me and will talk about D and D. Woo!
0: Yeah!
2: Yeah!
0: All right. So yep. Uh, y'all don't be a jackass now. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye-bye!